the I Make a Difference podcast, an adventure of exploration of your human self, the conditioned and unhealed parts of you, and your true self, the natural, real and powerful you, a pathway where you unravel, heal and uncover on your journey back to you. I'm Melinda Cates, your host of the I Make a Difference podcast. And today's episode is exploring the fact that, hey, this human experience is full of pain, of overwhelm, of uncomfortableness. And yet you can have incredibly magnificent, magical and powerful experiences and a life that is filled with that. But it does require the work. It does require your commitment to dive into every single aspect and part of you. So you can grow and evolve your human self so that you can get back to being a soul, soul expressing in a human body. And the key process for working with that is the process of integration. And is the big picture of all the other elements that are required in order to be able to integrate every aspect of your human self so that your human self is whole again, which then clears the pathway totally to your soul self. What prompted this for me today was a friend of mine yesterday, in response to something I shared with her, that you are a soul who made a choice to go on a human adventure at this time, in this generation, in the space the world is at now, with the parents and family you chose. And you chose this for the growth, evolvement and expansion of you as your human self. Something I've covered in one of my earlier podcast episodes. And what she responded with was, I'm done with the life my soul has chosen. Can we move along? Chop, chop. You are your soul. Your soul is at the core of you. It is a radiant light that is shining so brightly. And why you can't fully connect to that and see it is because of it is your human self that has dimmed that light. So it's about do you want to listen to and operate from your human self? And your human processes, which I have explored also in a previous episode. Or do you want to reconnect fully to your soul self? Decision's yours. Yes, life is hurtful. It is painful. It is uncomfortable. Our expectations aren't met. We have crap relationships at times. We lose friendships. I've lost many. I had a crap day last week, but do you know what? After all the years that I've worked on myself, after all the pain, the anger and misery that I've worked through and felt and gone through, I've also had so many days now of peace, of stillness, of belief and power that initially was terrifying. And now is so comfortable and is because it is natural to me. 
So to have one day and how many days of being me where I felt like crap, I had emotion surface, I felt useless, I didn't want to be here, but I've chosen to be here and I'm not leaving this journey until I have achieved what I'm here to do, which is to fully be Melinda and to express my soul while I am in a human body to the fullest extent that I can. To shine my light through every single tiny part of who I am internally and for that to shine externally. Why? So that I am fully embracing and expressing my true potential, my soul potential. And yeah, it takes evolving your human self and it takes dealing with every tiny process that is part of being our human self. And that takes awareness. It takes for you to be aware of every aspect of you. Because in doing so, you become conscious of all the elements of your wholeness and your being as a human being. Because to connect to your soul, you need to know all of those human elements. To check whether they are supporting you in your journey to your soul, whether they're limiting, hindering and blocking you from doing so. Because if they're supporting you, then they are the human expression of what your soul is. And it's the integration process that supports you on your journey to be able to do all of this. It gives you the context of what you're dealing with. It gives you the purpose and reason for doing it. And it gives you an insight into what's involved. So let's dive into the integration process and have an explore of it. And one of the first steps is understanding what integration actually means. Integration in its purest form is the process of melding, uniting, combining and bringing together two or more different things so they become one. Or in this case, where we're talking about our human self and our soul self, it's where you become whole again. As I have explored previously, we learnt, because of non-acceptance from the people around us, to disconnect from, not trust and not accept our soul self and our soul expression when we're at a young age. Because when you were young, you were either fully connected to your soul self or your connection was very strong. It may have been diluted by some conditioning that happened prior to you actually physically being born. When it comes to integration with regards to the I make a difference process and our human process it's about the unraveling the healing the retrieving the reclaiming the embracing and accepting of the lost fragmented and separated parts of yourself so that you are whole again let me capture that for you again Integration as far as the involvement of your human self, the reconnection to and the expression of your soul self in a human body involves you unraveling, healing, retrieving, reclaiming, embracing and accepting 
the lost, fragmented and separated parts of your human self and your soul self so that you are whole again. There are three key parts to this process, but there are many different elements in each of these parts. But through you being aware of what the three key areas are of integration, it will give you an opportunity to be able to stop and check and become more familiar with and identify what it is you're going through and what stage you're at in your integration process. So the first area of integration is about being able to integrate your subconscious mind with your conscious mind. This involves the retrieving and the reclaiming of what you have stored in your subconscious mind and bringing it forth to your conscious mind. Because how can you work with being able to heal and unravel aspects of yourself that you're not even aware of? How are you able to reclaim and retrieve and discover and uncover amazing aspects about yourself if you're not even aware of them or conscious of them? Where you experienced that first layer, where there was an exchange of energy and process and words and actions or non-action of non-acceptance. Non-acceptance around how you were soul expressing, around who you were, how you behaved or what you said or even around the emotions that you may have shared. And at that point, because that experience was potentially hurtful, uncomfortable and painful, and you weren't supported to work through it, you suppressed it instead. But not only did you suppress the emotions internally within you, you suppressed the memories, the words and the thoughts that were attached to that experience. And you suppress them in your subconscious mind. You didn't want to deal with them, or rather you didn't know how to deal with them. So the easiest way to keep carrying on in your environment and to cope and manage, and in some cases even exist, was to store that information into your subconscious mind. So when you experience something that triggers emotion and you get those memories and the words coming back to you, it's because at that point when emotion happens, your level of suppression and control over that suppression has been diluted. So your system naturally puts forward what is attached to that emotion and that experience that you've been through. Everything that you're suppressing doesn't want to be suppressed. It wants to be processed out. It wants to be expressed. It wants to be released. And it's your human self that is doing the suppressing. So the more you can bring forth from your subconscious mind, your beliefs, your thoughts, your self-talk, your judgments, your expectations, and any of the words that are attached to your emotions, let alone the memories and the pictures that are attached to your emotions and those experiences, then what you're doing is being able to give yourself the opportunity to go, this is what I need to work with 
to be able to heal and unravel what I've suppressed so that it's not having the control on me that it does. Because your subconscious mind is influencing your system every moment of every day. You have a level of stress that you're carrying around in you because you have the fight of you suppressing those thoughts and memories and suppressing the emotion, but your system naturally wanting them to come out and be expressed. So there's a resistant process that's going on within you. That then impacts you physiologically, physically, and energy-wise. Let alone the fact that you are sitting waiting to have those memories and those emotions triggered so they can flood forward and take you over and control you and how you react. So know when you have memories come through that you are working with the integration process and you are ready to remember those memories because you've progressed in your involvement to a point where your system's saying you're now resourced to be able to actually deal with them. So trust your system that it's giving you what you can handle, what you're ready to deal with, what you're ready to work through. Because without awareness of every single aspect of yourself, your human self, and every single process, and the processing in that process, you don't know who you fully are as your human self. And when you can get to a place where you're excited about discovering it, and it's possibly me sharing my excitement, but I love human process and processing. I am fascinated, curious, and it excites me to keep discovering different elements and aspects of myself, no matter whether they're painful or whether they are powerful and beautiful and magical. And that's when you inspire yourself rather than needing to be inspired by anyone else and have that excitement and that curiosity triggered by some external factor. In this first area of integration, of integrating your subconscious mind with your conscious mind, you haven't just suppressed the memories that were painful and hurtful. You can have also suppressed the happy memories, the memories of when you were connected to your soul self, the times when you did have beautiful, beneficial and expansive experiences. Because if you were like me, my focus and my reference point was on the pain and the misery. All that I could consciously see was what was not right with me, what was not right with my life, how people treated me as far as me being a reject went, as far as them judging me, as far as I wasn't good enough. I had suppressed the memories of the beautiful parts of my life, the times that were filled with love, or even the moments, the hours where I felt peace, where I was connected to my soul self. And the more you actually work with the memories that come forth that are painful, that you've been suppressing, that you really possibly don't want to have to look at, you don't want to feel, you don't want to deal with. But when you do work with them and you heal them and unravel the processing that's attached to them, then what you create 
as the space for the good memories to start flowing through. Because the painful ones aren't consuming your conscious mind and filling it anymore. The space has been created for more of your soul connection to flow. Free writing, which is one of the tools I've used and encourage others to use, is a really powerful way to be able to bring forth what sits in your subconscious mind. It opens your conscious mind and the pathway to your subconscious mind and expands it. Because you start with what you are conscious of and you start working through the various layers of awareness and consciousness you have as you journey along that pathway and that channel more and more and deeper and deeper into your subconscious mind. Another valuable reason for being able to integrate more of your subconscious mind into your conscious mind is that you not only work with the process one way, which is information coming from your subconscious mind to your conscious mind, it also means that your awareness levels expand within you so that there is a greater depth and breadth of consciousness and awareness that you have. And what naturally then happens is the depth, the breadth of awareness that you have externally of what's around you and what's going on around you expands significantly and it's limitless. So you open all elements of yourself to being able to receive more, receive more information, receive more opportunities and experiences for your involvement, and also to receive more of the incredible, amazing things that you do deserve in life. And that subconscious mind, conscious mind connection and the expansion of it and the expansion of your awareness then results in the expansion of everything in your life. It's pretty powerful. Awareness is fundamental to your growth process and fundamental to your integration process. But it's not the only process that's important. Because what else is important is being able to acknowledge what you're aware of and that is to identify it, to know what it is, to understand it and to be able to recognize the process attached to it. To work with the next area of integration, it requires you being aware of and being able to identify different processes and different processing. Because each process requires different approaches. And if you don't understand what you're actually experiencing, if you only recognize you're aware that you are experiencing but you don't understand it, then how can you know how to deal with it? The second area of integration is about being able to unravel and heal the lost, fragmented and separated parts of yourself. And specifically, it's the areas of human processing of your human self that we're talking about. So it's about being able to unravel the mental processing. Being able to unwind and undo those thought processes 
that you have been conditioned with and had ingrained in you that keep perpetuating your self-judgment, your lack of ability to take responsibility, your neediness, your vulnerability, your lack of self-worth, your lack of confidence, your self-doubt, and we can go on. It's about being able to unravel beliefs that are limiting you. It's being able to unravel the self-talk that you have created as a result of the experiences that you've had. And in unraveling your mental processing, what you do is you then consciously work with that to change the pattern, to do things differently. And these are opportunities for you to evolve and to have new processes and new experiences. The next area is one for healing. And that has a number of different human processes attached to it. Healing of your emotions. And your emotions are expressed with physiological reactions and responses. So responses like breathing, heart palpitations, the butterflies and the stomach churning that you experience when you're anxious. And your emotions require healing. They require love. They require acceptance. And they do not require you calling them negative. Because there are no negative emotions. That is your judgment of the emotion. And in you calling it negative, you're rejecting it. Emotions are emotions. And it's as simple as that. It's knowing which emotion you're experiencing at a point in time, why you're feeling that emotion, and the process of the emotion. You will react when you feel emotions. So you will take some action internally as to how you deal with that emotion, and you will take some action externally as to how you express that emotion. It's your reaction that requires unraveling, a changing of the conditioned way that you deal with the emotion. And recognizing the process, you're able to then work with knowing which part of you requires healing around it. But we will explore emotions another day more in depth. The next area for healing and unraveling is your physical body. Because when we experience those layer situations in our life, those situations of non-acceptance, and we suppressed aspects of ourselves and protected ourselves, we impacted our body. For you to suppress emotion, it requires you to also suppress physiological responses. And when you suppress anything, your body contracts and a restriction happens. So you have patterns of reactions, physical reactions, not just in behavior, in muscle reactions, in tension reactions, and where you place emphasis and stress in your body. And all of that has an impact on your health. And not only your health, if you are tense and tight, 
then you are going to be suppressing your emotions even more, which means that you're fighting your emotions even more, so you are more likely to pop because your emotions will push back and fight back against that suppression and that restriction going on. If you are controlling your thoughts, then you will use your physical body as part of your process for that to happen. So you potentially can manifest things like headaches as a result of it. When people feel emotions, they tend to swallow them back down. So they will get a tight chest and they will get throat restrictions as a result of it. Because you're keeping the emotions down in your chest area and the middle of your stomach, rather than allowing them up and to be expressed through your mouth, through your tears, allowing them to flow freely in your body so that they can be released. So recognizing and becoming familiar with your physical process when you're suppressing and protecting, when you are bringing forward things from your subconscious mind to your conscious mind, it's looking at what's my mental process, what's my emotional process, what's my physiological process, and what's my physical process. Where have I got an opportunity to unravel? Where have I got an opportunity to heal? Then the next area that requires healing and unraveling is your energy. Any level of suppression, any action of suppression creates a block in energy. So no wonder you feel tired. No wonder you feel drained. You're draining yourself by keeping your emotions down, by pushing your thoughts into your subconscious mind, by fighting what you're feeling internally. How can energy flow freely through you when you're doing all of that? Let alone if you're someone who likes to rescue, then you're going to go and take other people's energy on board from them, whether they're giving it to you or not. But their energy is not yours to take. Their energy is not yours to deal with. And you can't deal with it because it's not yours. So there's a significant process in how you manage your energy externally and how you manage your energy internally. Because if you've been anything like me, way, way back in the past, possibly now and then maybe still I do it. I don't believe I do because I've worked very consciously with this area. But I would throw my energy out. I would use it to block people, to ice them out, to freeze them out, to attack them, to hurt them. But what I was doing every time I did this was I was giving away my energy. I was depleting myself and diluting myself. Your energy is your energy. So it's about freeing it up. You can share, but don't give. Don't take, leave the energy with the other person. And the other area for healing and for unraveling is your spiritual side. Because some people have separated from that, disconnected from it, have become fragmented as far as their spirituality goes. I will not define spirituality. I will own what spirituality is for me. But it's about your connection to your spirituality and whatever that means. And whatever form it is in. Where do you have opportunities for you to unravel how you have approached your spirituality, 
whether you've suppressed or protected yourself from it, whether you're not accepting it in some form, and where do you have opportunities to heal? Because then we move to the third area of integration. And that is about reclaiming and retrieving and uncovering and discovering your soul connection, your soul expression, your soul self, your true self, the beautiful and amazing aspects and qualities of you as defined by your human self, which actually is your soul expression. And being able to own those, being able to see them, be conscious of them, understand their processes, to be able to accept them and own them, and to allow them to be expressed in their fullness so that you don't just express your human potential, you express your soul potential. Now, do these three areas happen one after the other? No way. <laughs> Absolutely not. All three can be happening at all at the same time. But being aware that there are differences will support you to be able to recognize that you are going through an integration process. And which parts of you are you integrating? Which parts of you are you bringing back into you so that you become whole again as a human being and you become whole again and being fully connected to your soul self and soul expressing in a human body. My last podcast, I shared about my father and the one year passing of him. And in that sharing of the process I went through with him over the years, I went through all of those areas of integration. I'm now able to see the full pathway, the full process, and the adventure I went on with my father, who I chose to be my dad. And I can now appreciate and value that experience with him on so many different levels. I started my journey with him and in a prominence of love and connection and joy. I then journeyed into a place of pain and anger and destruction and disconnection with him, rather between us. I only remembered all of the painful, hurtful, anger-filled rejection-filled, abandonment-filled memories with him. I couldn't remember anything that was good, that was beautiful, that was connection between him and I. I had stored all of those happy, wonderful memories deeply into my subconscious mind. And through my healing of the emotions, my unravelling of the beliefs I had around him, the beliefs I had about myself in relation to him, the healing of that rejection and anger and abandonment and the deep grief I held around the loss of the relationship that we had had, or rather not had as I saw it because I was only seeing all the bad things as I termed it in those days, to then getting to a place where I started remembering a few happy memories around him. 
But in my unraveling and healing process, I got to a place of acceptance that my dad was my dad and us not having a relationship was okay. And upon his passing, with the series of experiences I went through, I moved through to being able to reclaim from my subconscious mind without me doing anything because it came through completely naturally the beautiful, beautiful love that my dad had for me when I was little and the fun times we had together and the joy we had together and even what he called me. And in that process, I was able to connect to Melinda at that age and reclaim more of my soul connection to me to be able to retrieve consciously more of the qualities, the attributes and the aspects of me that I expressed in that space of openness and love that I had with him. And I now know that I have completed that journey with my dad and it feels whole and it feels really cool inside. So I encourage you over the next week, take some time, grab a journal and capture when do you experience Memories from your subconscious mind coming to your conscious mind. So the retrieving and the reclaiming of those memories so that you become more aware of what you've been suppressing internally that you need to deal with. Capture them. Identify whether they are painful ones that were layer experiences or joyful and amazing, beautiful ones that you'd forgotten about. If they're painful ones, then as with area two of the integration, identify the areas for unraveling and healing with regards to your mental, emotional, physiological responses, physical, energy and spiritual sides. Look at what needs unraveling and what needs healing. Then through that process and taking steps to do that, what is it that you create space for in your conscious mind that starts flowing through from your subconscious mind? What is it you create space for, for you to reclaim and retrieve as far as the connection to your soul self, the qualities and attributes that are the true you, and one I forgot, the connection to your knowing, the voice of your soul. And track your integration process, because in doing so, you become more aware of you and you will take yourself to a different level of consciousness and awareness than where you've been, which is a significant step on your journey of your human experience. If you want to drop me a line, share your processing, ask me a question, say hi, it's melinda at imakeadifferenceimad.com Embrace everything that you experience internally I really encourage you to embrace it with curiosity embrace it with fascination as to where are you going to move to what are you going to discover in you how much more space are you going to create in yourself through you being able to work with the uncomfortable and painful things and reclaim the joyful things how much more space will you create for your connection to your soul self to strengthen and expand.